One of the things that I have been engaged in the last couple of years is called restorative practice. And restorative practice is a way to be about um, healthy, strong relationships and uh, championing those from, from the beginning sort of to the end. And then the idea of restoration comes more when that day comes when there's a conflict. And a conflict doesn't mean just a fight. A conflict can be some things that you didn't expect. And, and so one of the ways that we help to deal with this is to ask these questions. And so I want to take you through some of these questions. If you were at our um, spring tune-up talk, we told you about the, the big accessibility project. We walked you through some of these questions. And they are good for discussion. They are good for helping us to speak to each other. So they're not just in formal settings. You can use them individually as well. So what I wanted to do today was to show you some of these questions and to use these questions to give you an update on our accessibility project to see where we are so that you can still follow along. So for those of you who don't know, we have been for more than a year engaged in a process of developing the building in ways that we could improve its accessibility. So what we have said is that we're trying to break down barriers and open doors. That's what we're looking at doing. And so we have had an architect, we've had engineers come in, and they had a process. We've been working through this again for about a year. The difficulty was that when we got our um, initial work done, we had contractors who bid on the project based on the initial drawings in 2018. Now, this is where we get to the what happened question. Because this is where the, the things change. So I just want you to know what's going on. In that time, the price that we were assessed has more than doubled. Now, part of that was because we added things into the project. Like, hey, if we're here anyways, why don't we do this? And we talked about the kitchen, and we talked about, well, let's change the hot water system. So we've talked about a number of things. But what, as we got to those contractors, what's happened in the last month is we told you that we were meeting with them. And now we've met, and the, the assessments have come, and even uh, we've been working with one contractor specifically who's been very helpful in helping us cut uh, some things or, or, or just what we were going to do to try and reformat this. So we, we started the process excited because we got this $100,000 grant from the federal government for accessibility, and we said, fantastic. Now we're in a place where the, the budget is going to be larger than we initially anticipated. So, uh, next question. What was I thinking at the time? Well, when that first hit, there's a couple of things. And you know what happens when things first hit? You don't normally uh, have a, a balanced perspective. You have an unbalanced perspective. And so I was oh, wow. Now what are we going to do? We have an obligation to use the money from the federal government within one year. We have to do that. But... We have a project that now feels very expensive, and we don't want to overburden. And so the initial reaction is, what are we going to do? And, and the way that that um, impacted me initially was, I don't want to have this relationship where when I come up, you anticipate that I'm going to talk to you about money. And we're always going to be talking about money. That was the first thought that came into my mind. Not that we can't do it but that I don't want to constantly talk to you about money. And I'm pretty sure that most of you are with me on that. You don't want me to consistently talk about money. But we want to be honest, and we want to tell you the truth. So there was initially some shock. Now, the first thing that I was thinking was, with the old budget, 
the way I had planned it in my mind, if everything went wrong, I could somehow still work to pay off that debt by myself. That's the way I thought. And I had completely removed God from that picture. That's what I thought. If things go wrong, I can do this. The situation that we're in now is, if everything goes wrong, I can't. And for me to deal with that as a person was a bit of a challenge. Because I like to have faith, but I like to hedge my bets as well. And I'm sure you're in the same sort of boat. That's what I initially thought. What, I've, what have I been thinking about since then? Well, my, my participation or estimation of God's participation was certainly very limited. I, mean, I think back, like, like I tell you to do, right? We, we think back to the, the, the past. What has God done? Well, God's got the whole thing going. God has paid every bill that we've ever had. God has opened doors for us repeatedly in the past. In, when we were still in 19 on the park, coming to this building, getting the initial renovations done, God has been with us every step of the way, making sure that has happened. He who began the good work will be faithful and will complete the good work. But I kind of forgot about that at the beginning. And I also thought that because I know that I can't simply pay the bill myself, it will require my faith. So I'm not talking just about you, right? I'm talking about me because I'm very much in this process too. My faith will have to be engaged. And the original plan that we had was basically to say, we'll, we'll, we'll take the government side and then we can probably just put the other side into a mortgage, no problem. We probably won't have to do anything about it. And I kind of like that side. What we've been thinking about since then is that the financing strategies are going to have to expand. We're going to have to look for more grant money. We're going to have to do some more effort to try and build partnerships with people to say, would you partner with us? And we're going to have to ask you if you would be willing to partner in a larger way than just sort of on the average. So that's what we've been thinking. The process is not done yet. That takes us to our next question. Who has been affected? Well, it certainly impacted me, and it impacted the Steercom as we got the information and we're kind of shocked. That's not what we were expecting. What do we do with this now? We have to make this decision. And, and now, further from that, we wanted to keep you informed for, so we are thereby affecting you. You also will know. You also will know this is part of our family life. This is where we are together. And we need to figure out what our relationship will be to each other and to God and what we will do with this project. So in that way, we, we, there's not anyone here who's not impacted to some degree by that. And now the last question is, what do we have to do to make things right? Now, I don't, I don't have that answer for you today. Today, that one, I don't know. We've had some more thoughts, but the timeline has been so compressed in this end section, and it's summary now, so it's even harder to get people together to have the conversation. But we, we do have a, com uh, we have a decision that needs to be made, in the certainly in the next couple of weeks, if we stretch it out, we could maybe say a month. But we have a decision to make about what we're going to do. I don't know what the right answer is. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not coming to tell you, like, like the, the, the business plan is set, and here we go, everybody. We're undecided right now. That doesn't mean we don't have possibilities. That means there's not a decision 
yet. So with, with this in mind, I won't tell you that's where we are, but I, I want to ask that you would participate with us. And when I say, I know it's sometimes it's hard because I, I, I'll just interpret the way I hear things when I'm sitting there and not the one saying it. So when I say we would really appreciate you praying for us in this, that kind of means to me in my head when I hear those things, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever say, yeah, 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 in your head? If, if we're going to be a family, we, we need to be together in this part. Would you please pray for us? Would you pray with us for your steering committee who has been put in the place they need to be able to make this decision? If you have a comment, if you have a strategy, if you have a large amount of money, uh, we would love to talk to you. How can we participate together in this? Because what we do, we, we will do together. And we don't want to put an unnecessary burden on us or on you. But we have a mission. And our mission is larger than what it is for us today. We are on a road trip in earnest pursuit of Jesus. And the point of that road trip is that our faith would develop. That he would grow our faith. And we just finished a whole series, five weeks, on faith catalyst, what God uses to grow our faith. So the question I have for you in a very, very practical and applicable way, do you want your faith to grow? Because this will be an opportunity for that to happen. Is that where you want to be? These are things that we get to touch. It's not about a building. Breaking down barriers and opening doors, those words were chosen very carefully because they imply what we want to do, but they imply so much more. We want to be in this community, a place where we break down barriers. The things that separate, the things that hold us apart, people's misconceptions, we want to break those down, and we want to be part of opening doors because the, the verse that we, that we believe God gave us to sort of center us is John 17, 23. 21, 23. I forget. 23. Shoot. Yeah. And it, it works the idea that we are going to be the answer to the prayer of Jesus, that we would become one, that the world may know. That's what we're trying to do. We are trying to draw you together, trying to draw ourselves together with God, that we would partner. We use the word partner a lot to say, this is the way the relationship works. We partner together with God to make a ministry happen where we break down barriers, that we open doors, that we let people know that God loves them, that the world may know that it's not just about you. So glad that you're here, but it's not just about you. That the world may know. That hope might be what we discover and what we can share. That is 
the mission. And so we're talking about changing the entryway. We're talking about changing the doors. We're talking about putting a lift in. We're talking about making the bathrooms fully accessible. Those are things practically that we're talking about. But the reason why is the mission that is larger than us. So, would you like your faith to grow? Would you like to be on mission? Would you like to take another step and be part of the story that God continues to work in and through us? I wanted to tell you how I felt because it's easy to come up and always have the isn't everything great scenario. Here is one of the places I believe that we have the, the chance to change the world, word from problem to opportunity. We have an opportunity. How much, how large that opportunity we're going to make? Well, that's something that we still need to decide and how we're going to go forward and who we can partner with and all that kind of stuff. But that's the way I'd like to take it for you today, to think of opportunity. Will we engage? How will we engage to embrace this opportunity that God is opening for us? That's the story that I wanted to start to tell you, and I wanted you to understand these questions because I think they're very, very helpful in having a work through, a communication time with anyone. Because if you're like me, you don't always have the thought that you should tell people how you're feeling inside about that. And I wanted you to know that it's not something that I handle cavalierly. We are in this together. And I don't want to lead you somewhere that overwhelms you. Although being close to overwhelmed is when we get to see God work at its best. And I would love to see that. You can ponder those things in the days to come as we go forward and as you are reminded to please pray for us as we decide. Thank you.